Fear may come in numerous forms and it's crucial to comprehend what it is. There's unhealthy fear and healthy fear. Well, never don't fret as there are answers to help you right here. Your path to courage proven ways to bring out bravery. Chapter 1. The meaning of being frightened synopsis when we're frightened of something that can't really harm us, like spiders, or something we may do nothing about, like old age, then our fear is unhealthy, for it only makes us distressed. But, when someone stops smoking since they're afraid of getting lung cancer, this is a healthy fear. The basics we have several fears fears of active terrorism, fear of passing away, fear of being apart from individuals we love, fear of losing our job, the list is perpetual. Many our fears are rooted in delusions confused ways of viewing ourselves and the world around us. If we learn take control, and relax and finally wipe out these delusions, the unhealthy, is annihilated. Even so, we need the healthy fear. For example, there's no point in a smoker becoming terrified of dying of lung cancer unless there's something that he or she will do about it, that is stop smoking. If a smoker has a sufficient fear of passing away of lung cancer, he or she will adopt steps to kick the habit. Even as a smoker is vulnerable to lung cancer due to smokes, it's true that we're vulnerable to risk and harm, we're vulnerable to aging, sickness, and pains that come from the delusions of bonds, wrath, and ignorance. We might choose to live in self-denial and thereby give up what control we have, or we may choose to recognize this vulnerability, admit that we're in danger, and so determine a way to avoid the risk by removing the real causes of all fear, the same as the smokes. In this way we gain control, and if we're in control we have no cause for fear. A balanced fear is healthy as it serves to cue constructive action to avoid a true danger. We only need fear as an impulse till we have removed the causes of our vulnerability through attaining spirituality inner peace and gradually strengthening the mind. Once we do this, we're fearless as we no longer have anything that may hurt us. Staying afraid of things we don't have control over is unhealthy fear, a survival mechanism failed. Sometimes this can be healthy and normal. However fear has become rampant when it never leaves us. It becomes a shadow, forever alongside you. Fear crushes self-reliance, enthusiasm, and initiative. It promotes procrastination, and leads to weak character. It defeats love, fogs memories, and finally leads to misery and sadness. However take heart, for a lack of courage is nothing more than a state of mind. It may be mastered. Chapter 2, What You Might Fear Synopsis Have you ever felt like fear was keeping you from achieving your entire potential in life? If so, you're surely not alone as fearfulness is among the biggest obstacles that a lot of people confront when trying to acquire a better life. Below are some of the many ways that fearfulness might hold you back. What's holding you back now and again fearfulness might make even the littlest changes seem extremely uncomfortable. For example, you could be deeply dissatisfied with your career, but feel anxious or unsure about finding a better one. Or you could have always dreamed of buying your own home but fret that the responsibility could be too much to deal with. Fearfulness might prevent you from breaking bad habits. We all know that smoking, poor dietary choices, 
unreasonable alcohol and a sedentary lifestyle are a formula for unhealthiness, but we frequently continue these habits as they help numb our nervous or awful feelings. If you've ever tried to break a foul habit like this, you understand how nerve-wracking it might be as suddenly you're filled with anxiousness and you don't know how to handle it. Fearfulness might prevent you from taking risks. Many of us shy away from risk, as we fear bad results. For example, you could hesitate about investing, as you fear losing money, or don't go into a new relationship as you were hurt by the last one. What many of us fail to realize is that risk might bring excellent payoffs. Avoiding risk may help us prevent negative results but we also miss the excitement and joy that come from positive results. Fearfulness may prevent you from chasing your goals. Have you ever dreamed of doing something exceptional but were never able to push yourself to achieve it? Perhaps you dreamed of being a comedian but feared the thought of public speaking, or you wanted to be a best-selling author but were too frightened to compose that novel. Fearfulness might prevent you from expanding your life. Social anxiety is another basic way that fearfulness might limit your potential. It may prevent you from attending gatherings so your career or business won't grow decently. It's essential to note that many of these fears are often unfounded. They're simply a sensing that things might go wrong, but that doesn't mean they will. Rather than attempting to force your way through the fear, you may find it easier to explore ways that fearfulness might be done away with. When you realize how to handle the fearfulness, you merely handle it as you would any minor obstacle and then continue on your way to producing the best life you possibly can. Chapter 3, Exposing Your Fears Synopsis Fears have to be disclosed in order for them to be addressed. We all have fears. Even those that appear to be really confident might have fears that they're failing to manage. At times these fears lead to aggressive behaviors and other times they lead to timidity and lack of poise and confidence. Have a look many people have fears from childhood or adult life that they don't directly remember but which have a massive effect on how they lead their lives daily and on how they arrive at decisions. A few people have fears that they're clearly aware of but have no clue how to deal with and how to break the bad effect they're having on their lives. Fear has its space in your life but uncontrolled fear can lead to a life of sorrow, self-denigration and unfulfilled goals and desires. Think of when you were a youngster and simply knew there was a monster lurking at the foot of your bed? How did you control that fear? In all probability someone turned on the lights and remarked that your monster was nothing more than a coat to chair. Once the lights came on, the monster was no longer dreaded. The same thing applies to defeating our fear in adulthood. If we view our fear in the light of day, we discover that what we're afraid of isn't so atrocious after all. Understand all the same that fear is your enemy, no other way to describe it. I'm not discussing that innate life-preserving action along with a boost of adrenaline that happens if an animal is coming at you. I'm discussing the fears people live with daily. Fear is your foe. Someone once distinguished fear as, sand in the machinery of life. Fear doesn't help you, it shackles you. Fear doesn't get you outside, it holds you inside. Fear never helps you put your best foot forward, it simply keeps both of your feet in cement. Learn to accept your fears, embrace your fears. But first of all you have to expose your fears. 
this will be hard work and time consuming, but the advantages will be enormous. Take a moment to write down your fears. Start with your aim in life on the top of the sheet, and then let your ideas flow underneath and don't stop till you've found each and every one. Chapter 4 Get Moving Synopsis Fears and Inner Suffering Won't Go Away on Their Own. The danger here is, naturally, that many will use it as a different excuse. Inner work becomes a different obstacle, a different reason to remain in a rut rather than doing anything. Some of the times, the best way to defeat fear is to simply do it. Get out of your rut We can take some tips from some well-respected experts. If you are in a rut, not being able to take action, using this formula will be hugely helpful. It can be used in so many ways, to begin exercising again after a long layoff, to cut back procrastination, and even to better relationships and of course deal with fear a 5% statement a 5% statement is split into two halves. Examples would be, if I were to be 5% more responsible today, I would underscore. If I were to be 5% less tentative now, I would underscore. Here was one I wrote up, if I was 5% more giving today, I'd buy a homeless person lunch and spend time visiting with them over lunch. Stop, and think about your particular excuse, fear, or failing. What would you require? What would the first half of your statement be? After that, make out the statement each morning when you wake. The action you have to take might change daily, however regardless of what you do, your life will continue going in the right direction. The wisdom in this is obvious, for attempting to change overnight is literally impossible. It would incite much inner resistance. 5% increments are enough, and there will be reduced resistance. When momentum begins, from time to time the trouble comes in stopping. Another technique for getting ourselves into action is to list the price and the benefits of staying on our present path. The price, keep up with a list of this, and carry it around all day. Does it make you worried? Does it keep you working at a job you don't like? Does it keep you lonely? What would happen in 5, 10, or 20 years if you continued going down your present path? Read this list whenever you're able to. The advantages. What do you get out of not living up to your potential? Maybe your acquaintances and loved ones are giving you emotional backing and a lot of care when you complain of your misery. Perhaps you might want to move to a different city to pursue your passion, and you don't want to have to go through there. Trouble. Maybe you don't feel you have the skills to make new friends once you move. Write everything down so you can examine your patterns. Again, these exercises might seem to be a lot of work, but please realize that a hesitance to journal and investigate yourself is the same hesitance that holds you back for your fear. Possibly finishing this work might be the first in a 5% statement to get you moving in the right direction. Chapter 5, Use Affirmations Synopsis Something that helps me is this affirmation, there's no fearfulness, there's just God but you have to be a believer to use this strategy, if not in God, in divine order and wisdom. It's truly potent as it puts you in touch with that greater order and wisdom that molds the universe, in which there's no fearfulness. It feels truly soothing and helps you feel peaceful, steady and grounded inside.
I use favorable affirmations on a day-to-day basis, I'm programmed for success. When a person understands what fearfulness really is they might overcome fearfulness easily. You've the limitless power of your brain to adjust anything negative and do anything you want in life. Fearfulness might only exist if you allow it. Changing it affirmations are like affirmative prayers, except you are not addressing them to the universe, but simply reciting favorable statements with the aim to shift your focus from fearfulness to love, peace, joy, self-confidence, or any other empowering feeling. For affirmations to be truly effective, they have to repeat it frequently throughout the day, or even better, on an ongoing basis for longer periods. You are able to use affirmations written by other people or write your own. Writing your own affirmations is easier than you might think. Simply consider the feeling you want the affirmation to activate inside you and word the statement so that it's in present tense. For example, if you feel anxious about an approaching meeting, you could develop an affirmation that states, I feel relaxed, confident and centered. Say this affirmation over and over till you truly do begin to feel relaxed, confident and centered. One common issue with this, your subconscious may feel resistant and keep coming back to the reasons why you are frightened. Therefore, you'll engage in a kind of tug of war with your subconscious where you go on saying how relaxed and confident you feel, and your subconscious keeps responding, you are so full of it. You know you're really scared. If this happens, you will be able to feel it because the affirmation will feel like lie every time you recite it. If you go on saying it anyway, you'll likely feel increasingly more nervous as you go along. One effective resolution is to turn your affirmation into a statement of choice. Instead of saying, I feel relaxed, confident and focused, you might say, I choose to feel relaxed and centered. This helps short-circuit your subconscious objections, as you are not denying your fearful feelings, you are merely recognizing that you choose to feel otherwise. Another solution is to relieve the pressure you feel by concentrating on a gradual process of transformation, rather than saying the affirmation as fact. Illustration, with every passing moment I'm feeling less agitated and more in control. Or, I'm beginning to feel a bit less excited now. If you find that you are still struggling to make affirmations work for you, there's yet a different option that might be effective when the others have failed. Try stating what you want, rather than caring about what you don't want. For example, I want to go into that meeting feeling quite self-confident, quite centered and really resourceful. I want to know instinctively how to address the questions I'll be asked, and I wish to leave the meeting feeling like I made a solid positive impression. As you say these words, try to tune into the feelings of what you are saying. Imagine feeling proud of yourself positive in your abilities, and recognizing that the meeting went well. This process ought to have a favorable effect on your state of mind as you'll have strengthened your vision of the outcome you want, rather than continuing to perpetuate the fearfulness. An excellent way to speed up your success with affirmations is to make use of modern technology. You may utilize audio that contains an affirmation sequence that when listened to while being guided into a deep meditative state, will help in the reprogramming of your unconscious brain to block unwanted thought and behavior. As you let the audio work, 
you'll be furthering the ongoing acceptance of fresh and favorable ways of thinking, acting and living. Chapter 6, Self-Hypnosis and Reprogramming Synopsis Everyone feels fearfulness. Whether it's the fearfulness of high places, fearfulness of flying, fearfulness of public speaking or the fearfulness of spiders, all these fears and phobias may be foiled for good with hypnosis. Great Techniques Self-hypnosis is an extremely suggestible state wherein the individual may send suggestions to himself. It's easy to figure out that the operation involves providing yourself with suggestions, rather than receiving them from a different individual. Our brain is a really powerful instrument and hypnosis may effectively help you rewire your past views and notions. Since hypnosis is a non-invasive strategy of treatment, it's safe and gentle enough for anyone to use. The process will allow you to relax your brain and get at the core issue that's causing fearfulness and phobia to demonstrate in your life. If your fears are beaten, you develop confidence, increase your self-esteem and become more positive. You're able to either utilize self-hypnosis to treat your fearfulness, or you may go to a professional hypnotherapist. If you choose to go it alone, it's frequently helpful to use a recorded hypnosis session in order to direct you through the mental process. You're able to make this recording yourself or you may buy a session on CD or an MP3 format. The procedure of hypnosis is easy. You or your hypnotherapist will relax your brain by a series of breaths and counting. Once you're in a hypnotic state you will be able to dig into your brain for the central cause of your fearfulness or phobia. Hypnosis lets you access the subconscious part of your brain which acts as a storage of your previous experiences. Here you'll be able to find what is causing your fearfulness, and replace those feelings of nervousness with confident and empowering statements. For instance, instead of using I'm no longer afraid of meeting people you'd program yourself with a suggestion that states I'm confident and unafraid if I meet new people. Processing with hypnosis helps you get rid of your past mental programming and gives you fresh suggestions will help you with overcoming fears. You might likewise actually rewrite your fears into something much more encouraging. Remember that fear is your body's natural response to what you trust is a threatening situation. On the other hand, if you choose to believe that there's nothing to fear, your body will have no reason to react. If you've attempted to relax your body and mentally stay in the moment but can't seem to shake the feelings of fear and anxiety, you may try deliberately revising your experience so that it has another outcome than the one you fear. A different approach is to kick it up a notch and turn your thoughts in a more empowering direction. As soon as you notice that you're starting to veer into negative thinking stop yourself at once and engage in some empowering self-talk. Or you may strengthen your belief that you're able to handle any outcome at all. Finally, you might create a game in which you come up with the very best result you might imagine, regardless how bizarre it might be. Develop the most outlandish, funny, or inspiring outcomes you might imagine, and in no time at all you'll feel the fear blowing over and your heart lifting. The most essential part of utilizing these variations is to shake free from the illusion of fearful possibilities and remind yourself that fear is simply an emotional reaction triggered by your own thoughts. Changing your thoughts will likewise alter the emotional reaction.
wrapping up our fears impact us physically, mentally and emotionally. They compound our negative thinking and mar our normal perception, reasonableness and comprehension. They make us limit our prospects and avoid taking excessive risks or face ramifications. While our fears are meant to be part of our survival instinct, they get to be a problem when they begin to interfere with our normal functioning. You are able to overcome your fears nonetheless. Hopefully this book has presented you the tools to lead you down the proven path of overcoming your fears.